Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name's Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Andy DiGenova from Holy Batcast. You can find me all over social media as Holy Batcast. And I love Batman v Superman. There you go. Don't we all? If, you, if you're listening and you don't like it, hey, keep listening because uh, we still like you. Today, <laughs> we're talking about minute number 137. And the minute's going to start out with uh, Batman hopping out of his uh, cool bat wing here uh, into a building. And the minute's going to end with Batman punching some bad guys and just going ham on... Yeah, he's just he's just being Batman, guys. He's being Batman. We're getting into it. Yeah, we... Uh, I also forgot to say that the, I think in the in the Injustice games, they, they use this bat, this bat wing now, right? I'm pretty sure that's what it looks like. Oh, really? Exactly like. Do they? Yeah. When that's did they awesome. use the bat wing in Injustice? So, oh, it ticks him up. That was yeah. a super... Yeah, and the new Injustice... In Injustice 2, um, both Superman and Batman, their kind of ultimates that they use in the game um, reflect. Uh, man, uh, Superman does like the Man of Steel, the Hummingbird fight, like the Superman punches. Oh, he's like punching yeah, the X. Yeah, where X, it, like X follows. Forward, yeah, yeah, it like follows him from over the shoulder. Flying he, punches. Yeah, like he beats <laughs> up General Zod in Man of Steel, and then in Injustice 2 for Batman's ultimate move. Uh, the minigun is the exact same place as the bat wing. It is and, the same bat yeah, wing. Yeah, it is the same yeah, exact the same bat one. wing. Yeah. So just want to make that quick note. Um, I uh, love that. Yeah. I love when I love when something like that starts showing up in other media because it means they did something right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I think the way that they have Superman fight in Man of Steel is the way he should fight like for once like we're like in man of steel yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly because like, i remember when man of steel was in production and Zack snyder like one of his biggest quotes was like the superman that we're going to see in the film is like a brawler like the way that we like we need to see superman actually fight something yeah, like, like street fighter kind of not street fighter but yeah. he gets into fist fights on a farm but like <laughs> like yeah exactly like novice superman you like s- even uh, last week when we were in um in the building, uh, the level transitions and everything, when he got the drop on Batman um, after the Kryptonite wore off and he was like, th- like picked him up by mm-hmm. like the actual suit and threw him through the wall. That was like just a dude that's just really strong that just needed to pick up a large object and just hurl it somewhere. Yeah. He didn't do it with any form. He just grabbed it and threw it. Yeah, because that's Superman. Anyway, we're not talking about Superman, guys. We're talking about Batman. We're talking about Batman. <laughs> and this Batman is top of all tops. Yeah, we get this really cool. It's it's uh, obviously it's CGI, but it's 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 uh, it's beautiful, and it's this shot of Batman. He's jumping off the bat wing uh, through the window, and it, it has the silhouette of a bat, you know, or at least his bat symbol. Him jumping off the bat wing, though, like Alfred has to like lift that thing up. Like he gave him a boost. It's <laughs> yeah. not like it was gives like, him a like, yeah. yeah, gives him a little a little vertical boost there, so he can get through. And look it's even incredible. cooler as he crashes through, because Alfred it's knows incredible. the importance of looking cool. It's like a video game, is what it's exactly like. This dude is—he's living out his life as a video game. Alfred does know a thing or two about being cool. Look at those turtle shell glasses. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, are yeah. you kidding? His glasses are amazing. How yeah. expensive do you think those glasses are? Like, one hundred and thirty dollars. Base baseline. That's yeah. it. Just so, any turtle shell frames. It's yeah. like, yeah, I know. Glasses aren't that expensive. Yeah. It's a prescription that's expensive. Okay. Is it, is it, you got like Coke, Coke bottle 
lenses on them. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so we take a a quick gander at our uh, our roster of uh, thugs. We get to know them for a bit. Get to look at their faces before we see their inevitable doom. Well, and um, I love that that you know there is just that moment that they are. There's 24 of them, and they're terrified, and they're all honed in on that door because that's where Batman's got to come from, right? And I just love that that moment of quiet before the storm of just seeing all of these guys terrified waiting for Batman to come through that door. Which they weren't expecting the Batman. They were, expecting, they, were they expecting Superman? They are expecting Superman, right? I hmm. guess so, because he was supposed to kill Batman. Because then... Batman wasn't supposed to help. He wasn't supposed to be here. He has no affiliation to Martha. That's true. So, but, I mean, Batman just, ex- in his Batwing, just exploded a bunch of stuff outside. I, I have to imagine that they're aware of that. Well, those pretty, guys died. It was a pretty they big explosion. <laughs> they couldn't say, hey, Batman's here. They died too fast. What if they were just thinking it was Superman, like, laser beaming yeah, the could, trucks? Yeah, could be. I never I never thought about it. I just kind of assumed that at that point they knew it was Batman. But, I mean, I, like, uh, we talked about it before. I guess if you are in the docks in Gotham, like, you have to automatically put in your brain a 60-40 chance that you're going to see Batman. Yeah, not even today. <laughs> just any day. You're, you just have to. Yeah, anytime you're in Gotham City docks, like, you have to go, hey, I'm not doing anything wrong, right? Because yeah, like, hey, if Batman's going to show up. He's going <laughs> to show up. Like, him, Nightwing, someone's going to show up. This is a really bad idea. This is the worst location, and we keep coming here. <laughs> can we stop doing this? This is a bad idea. You think you can thwart him. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, Martha has to think this is Superman because she doesn't, you know, Batman is not on her list of people that are going to come save her. That is um, true. Martha doesn't know. Yeah. yeah. Or they uh, they could think it's the cops. Like, I mean, you know, they're, they're ready for anything. That's why there's so many of them. So. Well, if it was the cops, I don't think Anatoly would look as scared as he does. Because I think out of all of them, the fact that Anatoly looks terrified a little bit is like, okay, that's fear, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, like they're, they're just ready for whatever comes through that door. Um, uh, but it doesn't come through that door, does it? It, um, it, uh, comes from underneath them. That it does. Is there, is there a, uh, is there a quote that there was, there's something that sounded like, never mind. move on. So yeah, <laughs> um, this is definitely, uh, Arkham video games. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we got to get into that now, right? <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it does exactly what you can do in an Arkham Rocksteady video game, which is uh, one thing you should always do is put EMP charges on everyone's weapons. Mm-hmm. Because is, is, is that some... from the Arkham games? Yeah, yes, you can do that. I am famously uh, a big bad Batman fan because I have not played the Arkham games, but that's mostly just because I'm not a gamer. So. Uh, I did not know that was from the games, but I do. Th- I always thought that was an amazing detail in this to to immediately disable as many guns as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there are two two modes of gameplay when it comes to Arkham games. Um, for those who don't haven't played those games or the Injustice games, um, but yeah, in the Arkham games, um, there is what's called uh, Predator mode, and then there's called um, I believe it's just called like Brawler or or some it is what we see mostly in this warehouse scene is is the other mode that is not predator mode but when batman is up high or he's hiding which is what we get in this minute at uh 35 seconds in 
Um, that's predator mode. Um, that is when you can throw the the EMPs yeah. on the guns and, and disable things, and they and all people don't know where yeah, you are. Yeah, you're just up in the in the rafters and stuff. In uh, in LexCorp, when he's stealing the kryptonite, and they yeah. look on the footage, and he like drops in, grabs a guy, and disappears with him. That's Predator mode, Batman, and like in in those scenarios, they they don't know where he is. They can't see him. He sees all of them. He has like kind of like an overview of who their heart rates, their their weapons in their hands. Um, any interactables within the area and it's like this kind of like forensic lens that that comes over and like gives them the over overlay of the the scenario but it probably doesn't have it here obviously but alfred has the batwing he can still monitor the actions within the warehouse and uh yeah as he as he comes through from underneath the ground um he he like puts like these sticky bomb like emp things on all their weapons and with a quick like trigger pull like immediately detonates all of them and the um i think they actually just break in half yeah like about 38 seconds 39 seconds and you can scrub back and forth and see that these guns are actually just snapping in half yeah like exploding interesting so yeah oh and also we get uh at 41 seconds and we get like one of the takedowns that batman can do in predator mode in art in the arkham games which is just like you can take down an opponent by literally grappling them upside down and so one guy mm-hmm. is left just hanging upside down um, it's a it was a cool move that he did when he's on the rafters and it shows like the top down of him like hitting the detonator and then immediately go into his right arm to do the grapple like it's so it's just like such a good method that he is he's just doing and executing it's just he knows exactly what to do just straight batmaning man yeah and he drops down so quickly when he grabs that other guy about like uh let's see like it's not even it's like a split second he's just like immediately like all right time to go down and that's when the that's when the magic happens yeah which is like obviously this is not ben affleck because this is uh cetron the guy who played toran in in man of steel um but it's okay because it's like again this is just like I don't know when it comes to when it comes to Batman action scenes, Andy, wh- where does where does this rank uh, among all of them for you? And uh, what would be like your top uh, maybe top three action scenes of Batman films? Um, of Batman action scenes in film, this would have to be freaking number one. Come on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. This is uh, this is the the fighting batman that you know i think we were so long denied on film for whatever reason it was so crazy and so yeah i think that uh i don't i don't know if you know i'm not Zack snyder i can't get into his head but watching this scene you you get the strong impression that he said we have never seen the ultimate batman fight in a movie and I want to make one. And so that's what he does. It's it's the the Batman that you've read in comics being able to take on 24 dudes and uh just do it with efficiency and precision and brutality and it is so freaking good. So yeah, this this is easily number 1 as far as Batman action, Batman fighting. The other two, oh, that's the that's tougher. Um man. Um that's really we tough. <laughs> we, can just, we can just keep it at the one. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to keep. It, we'll have to keep it at the one. I have to do my homework because um, I don't know. I would. I, I mean, off the top of my head, I would say the docks in Batman Begins, 
and I would say the uh, Axis Chemicals in Batman '89, and those are again, those are just off the top of my head. I would have to think harder about it, but like those stand out as like really great Batman taking on a whole bunch of people at one time. Um, mm-hmm. But but this is easily easily the top of it, um, and yeah, they they deliver. I remember when I saw. Uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier, which is a movie I love. The opening, mm-hmm. the opening yeah. sequence of Captain America on that ship taking out people, you know, bam, 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 bam. And I was like, man, like, why have I not really gotten Batman doing that? I mean, I kind of have a little bit, you know, but not the way it was done in that movie. And then uh, this came out, and it's like, there we go. Now we're talking. This is this is exactly what we've been waiting for. So, yeah, to to take out those weapons, to immediately just start. Uh, you know, disabling as many guns as you can and uh, incapacitating as many of these guys. Like it's just, uh, it's the Batman we were waiting to see. Yeah, absolutely. It um, like we were arguing the other day that uh, a contender for this would be the sewer fight between Bane and Batman uh, in the dark Knight rises or there was like no audio and you really just got this amazing, Bane who just demolishes Batman like there's there's some something in there that like I will watch that movie just to see that fight scene and uh there's something about it that it just feels so good to watch and I feel like they really got like this angry defeated Batman who's just yelling throughout the fight like there's something really enjoyable about that so I feel like it contends to be up there um something that I always kind of thought was interesting too was uh in the Dark Knight where um it's not what's his name who's the other thug that's not falcone but he's marooney or marooney yeah. yeah and and he's like beating up people in this nightclub to get to marooney i always thought that was something really cool we got yeah. this batman who was just like in this nightclub beating up people there's something i really liked about that made, um, made it, you know why because it feels like batman beyond because <laughs> yeah 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 Get that, get that dance club. That's what we need. We need a Batman Beyond movie. Man, yeah, like Terry McGinnis needs to get back in the spotlight. Yeah, for real. Uh, maybe not right now. There's still like a really hardcore hype on like Ben Affleck and Batman, like this kind of style. But once it dies down a little bit, let's make Terry McGinnis a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I think it'll get there ev- eventually when they're yeah. when they're ready. But yeah. Uh, I, I love that moment in The Dark Knight, too, about just because he's out in the open in a nightclub and beating the crap out of people. Because it's like this Batman's got no more Fs to give. He's just he's just going to go barreling through a nightclub and start taking guys out. Yeah. Yeah. Like a packed nightclub. And, and then there's just Batman in it. Like that need, that scene needed to be a little bit longer. Yeah, like, it really so, did. It's something to really enjoy about that. He's like um, he's like so much for stealth mode. Forget it. I'm just taking it. I'm going in there. I hope he handed the keys to the to the Batmobile, or I think is, is he does he have the Bat Pod at that point? But it just hands the keys yeah. to the valet and goes in and just starts punching people. I uh, yeah no yeah he that does have the bat yeah pod that happens point. after because yeah. uh, what's his face is already kidnapped by that point. But um, I like what you said, Andy, about like that Zack Snyder had said like that something in his mind was probably like you know no one's ever done like a Batman fight scene like right and i want to be the first one to like make it like happen because it's like it's almost like he said that same exact thing like we were just saying about man of steel where he said no one's ever done superman fight scenes the right way and i want to be the first one to do it and it's like yeah this is uh this is the battle of smallville of you know batman you know that superman did that and he proved how cool that could look and this is batman doing the same exact thing and 
it just like we said yesterday it's like this makes too much sense like that that it took this long for this to be so well done and like there is no argument for it like i I mean obviously people are gonna die in this this scene um and there there may have been ways to to kind of avoid that uh for for a director who didn't want batman to kill people like but still the the shots that were taken the direction the the flow of it the screenplay the storyboarding it just it is it is perfection and and for a batman fan uh this definitely has to be in your top three fight scenes at least if you're gonna say like hey yo i'm a really huge fan of batman uh this scene is one of my all-time favorites it just has to be like there's nothing really wrong with it um it's just it's really really well done well, and um, I think you you alluded to it in the last episode of that, like, you know, even the people who don't like this movie have to generally they admit that this scene is great. Yeah. You know, like I don't I don't hear a lot of bad mouthing of this scene, even from people who don't like the movie, because it is it's uh it's one of the ultimate Batman action sequences put to film. And, and you know, and don't get me wrong, it doesn't mean there haven't been other great ones in the past, but this one is on a whole different level. Mm hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we get this this scene. Uh, let's see this shot here. So after he he grabs this one thug by the arm and he's shooting all around the place. Um, after that, he grappling hooks this guy's shoulder. Yeah, and like reels him in, and just you just see this uh, this Batman just punch the heck out of him. Like, like do for, they say in that in that in that art of book the the grapple guy is it gas powered? Yeah, it's gas powered. Is it like just like CO two? Yes. Mm, yeah, it should be. It's not gasoline. We probably need that tech manual. Is what we need. Oh man, missed opportunity yeah. on my part. Did my you hear about that thing about the tech manual? Uh, it talks about the Lex bullets and how they dissolve into I bodies. Think you told me about no. What? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that is we like. Oh uh, my god, that <laughs> that's really a piece of information that would have been amazing in the film. You just drop that on us. It explains a lot about uh, how they don't find bullets in those bodies in Nairobi. Oh, snap. That is the key piece that of makes so, that's, that's like, oh my God, that makes so much freaking sense. <laughs> that's, but it's in that tech manual. Oh, that's that. Yeah, well, they, they need to be in the movie. Um, Does it say in the bodies, like, it's just like the blood, like, just dissolves it? Like, because, I mean, the book, it wasn't I'm sure, I'm in the sure there's something about the bullet being, like, iron or something. And, oh, like, my God. And it just goes into the bloodstream. Like, I don't know, like... But it, they dissolve. Their purpose is to dissolve. That's the whole point of this. Because you think about it now in the movie, in the movie, like what is the importance of this bullet? What? Why? Why is this a Lex? What makes this bullet different than the others? Other than it looking weird? Because remember we were talking about the people having an autopsy. Like they're gonna find bullet holes in all these people. Yeah. Uh, if, even if they were burned to a crisp. But, but you won't now, find bullets. Now, yeah. Now you won't find bullets. Like yeah. there's not even gonna be bur- bullet holes because they're gonna be burned. Like all that, all mm-hmm. that, you know, it wouldn't even matter. Exactly. Dang. Well, and that's just, and that's just it. It's like that. May, the the fact that then the the one errant bullet that Lois gets a hold of would be the only piece of evidence. Because you're right. Otherwise, burnt or not, there would yeah. there would have been a pile yeah. of them. So, ah, oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, because it hit that book, it didn't dissolve yeah. into a body part. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Some cool Superman <laughs> info in a Batman-filled minute. Um, probably the, the wrong the place more to you have know. it. Yeah, yeah. 
probably the wrong place to have that information drop. But uh, yeah, once he once he grappling hooks this guy, reels him in. This is a uh, both an Arkham video game moment and an injustice moment because the grapple punch. Yeah, the grapple punch because you can do it in the Arkham games. Um, you can do it to pull a gun out of a guy's hand as well. Um, but in the injustice games, you can shoot the grappling hook at someone, pick them up. Or if they're in the sky, you can grapple hook and bring them down. But yeah, this is this is one of those moments where it's both of those video games. And uh, yeah, sometimes it feels really good to play a Batman video game and be able to do something like this and be like, yeah, that that made me feel ten times great. <laughs> Dude, he just like punches this guy like it was like, you know, like when you go outside and you want to hit a baseball, so like you just throw it up yourself and then you try to quickly swing at yeah. it as it comes down. It's kind of like that. This guy just brought this dude to him just so he could punch him 20 feet across. He just, got a hole in one. He just he yeah. reeled him in, punched him, and... Uh, he went down. It's like he he was on the other side of the of the room. He's like over by where Martha is because the exit is behind Batman. Yeah. And it's like, how do I drop this guy down on the second floor? He punched him and then he went the other direction towards the door and then fell immediately into the hole. Like, there's that's cool. That's just really cool choreography. <laughs> well, it's um, great. It's effective. But, you know, to, to the point I made on the last episode is, you know, you still go, oh, yeah, but that guy's that guy isn't dead, but he is out for the count. And uh, yeah. it sure looked as hell doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Even like the guy who's like hooked on the grappling hook, he's still swinging there. He's like, still he can't do anything. He's still alive. <laughs> he's still he's technically like incapacitated in this sort or incarcerated, however you want to say it. Incarcerated. He's incapacitated. Um, he's incarcerated because he's hang- he's like arrested in a sense. He's just tied up. There we go. We'll go with that, Nate. That works <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, he's stuck in a meeting. And then uh, the minute ends introducing. Uh, this poor soul that we have to talk about in tomorrow's minute. Um, but yeah, this, this guy who kicks open the door here, um, we'll get, you want to save it for tomorrow? We'll, we'll get into it, but just, uh, keep a mental note. Uh, this guy has a very bad day in tomorrow's minute. Um, but yeah, that's really about it. It does, you know, it's so, it's so obvious how well this works and, to think about how this went from storyboard to, to choreography to planning, like this takes this takes uh, quite a bit to plan out because you have to do like kind of like test screenings, mock-ups. Like you have to like, I'm sure they had to like take gameplay footage and like, okay, well, how do we emulate this? And it just works so well. And like, I don't know, this this is gonna be this is gonna be something. Uh, maybe like 10 years from now it's gonna be i think this will still be up there it's gonna be hard to top even like me just trying to think about how do you top it but i'm sure like the next batman film will come out and we'll go oh wow that's like even better so it's like it's just really cool this is perfect this is what filmmaking is like this is this is amazing stuff here um i expect terry mcginnis to top it like the character (laughs) i mean not just next next good Batman sequence. My money's on a Terry McGinnis fight scene. Fair enough. Do you know hey, how you top it? Twenty five bad guys instead of twenty four. Oh, I didn't even think See? about that. It's just that simple. Yeah, <laughs> he's right. I'm trying to think now. 
You're who trying to think of how to top it? I'm trying to, th- well, I was trying to think of like. What can beat 25 who, 26 who you, who guys? Do put it, who do you put against Batman to, to sell an, an, an amazing fight scene? And obviously there's like a Deathstroke thing in there probably, but. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. That's what's going to be the next one. I think, Batman, you know, and I think what it is is, is um, who you choose for Batman to fight in films has always led to. Um, weak moments like like i said bane was was great because we got to see someone who can actually physically challenge batman and and called for great choreography when it comes to joker and scarecrow they're they're not people that that really offer much as far as as action scenes so it it becomes more of like a fear or like there's a dilemma or something that it's more like a mind game i guess are you trying yeah. to say like physical over yeah mental so battles? uh so if you brought like um if you brought in like Damian Wayne to fight Batman, then then you introduce something that like someone who who has a sword and like you know Batman, you know it's just a Talia, or Razal Ghul and Rachel Ghul yeah. and, and stuff like that. Like that creates good. I was thinking someone with a sword. Yeah, good moments. Oh yeah, if someone has a sword against Batman, yeah, Deathstroke. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like that's gonna be the next big one, I guess. Yeah, the next big Batman fight scene is gonna be him and Deathstroke. Yeah, so uh, that's what you should should look forward to and, and stuff like that. And I think that that would be really good. Um, I, I feel like that might be the next best way to create a new iconic moment for Batman. Um, but yeah, I guess Suicide Squad had like the him and Joker chasing like Joker and Harley. I mean, that it wasn't really a fight scene, but it was like a that was the car the, chase. That, yeah, that was like the only Batman and Joker scenes that we got. Yeah, we'll have to get there when we talk about Suicide Squad in a minute, but I'm pretty sure that scene was supposed to be longer and it got cut down, All but right. uh, we'll don't quote there. me there. Okay. Um, though everyone in the DCU community believes that every scene was a lot longer than it was supposed to be. In Suicide Squad? Just in every, every, every single scene. scene. Every scene of every, super, uh, every DC movie. Um, and I don't know if it's, it's true or not. I mean, it's safe to put a good bet on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys have anything left for minute 137? No. No? It's great. All righty. We're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute, tooldmedia.com, and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.